0: Depression comes from an overfocus on the past.
1: Yeah.
0: And anxiety comes from an overfocus on the future.
1: Mm.
0: So the key to both of them is to come back to now. Now I know that's easy to say.
1: to Podcast with Sheila, the podcast that is spreading positivity around the world by sharing inspiring real-life experiences. Our guest today is a former consultant actuary for Fortune 100 companies. He left his Cushy Park Avenue job 20 years ago to build the world's largest coaching business. He is in the person of David Wood. Hello, David, and welcome to Podcast with Sheila.
0: Well, hi, Sheila. Thanks for having me on the show. It's
1: a pleasure to host you this evening. Could you give us a background story, a brief background story of who David is, where he comes from, stuff like that before we set the ball rolling? Sure.
0: Well, I used to live 100% in the left brain logical world. So I I grew up in a country town in Australia and um, apparently what happened is I shut down my emotions because I had a tragedy when I was a kid. And the silver lining is I got really good at business and numbers and money and systems. Great. I came top of my school, I got paid to go to university. I got transferred to New York and I was at the age of 24, I was consulting to Ford and Sony and Exxon, oh, I had an office on Park Avenue, it was incredible. And then someone suggested I do a personal growth course because I wasn't happy, hmm. I was stressed. So <laughs> I didn't want to do that course because they smiled way too much and they all wore name tags. And I'm like, I I don't trust these people at all. (laughs) But I decided to try and get in and get out. I'm just going to do one. I'm not going to be one of those self-help junkies who can't think for themselves. Fortunately, they cracked my heart open. Mm. And they had me realize that while I was really good with the business and the numbers and systems, I knew nothing about authenticity, Mm. self-expression, vulnerability, and true leadership. So. The second half of my life has been about catching up. I've spent 25 years now sitting with gurus and teachers and doing things that would freak out most human beings to discover what is it to be a feeling, living human on this planet. And so now I'm a bit of an unusual coach. I don't just coach business and I don't just coach life. I say to people, if all you want is more money in your business, you should work with somebody else. But if you want someone who'll start there with you, and then work on your time off and then work on how are you living are you living fully so that if you died in five years you'd say mm. yes that's who i am today
1: oh that's brilliant that's that's good and i think that i also live my life the way you're talking about living your life um, at a point of fulfillment not just for the money in the pocket but to be happy at what you're doing, and that when you're no more, people will remember you for all the good things you did and not for enriching yourself. And I agree with you perfectly on that, at that point. But just because you've mentioned that, let's talk about burnout, anxiety, and depression. How can one overcome all of these? We see a lot of that coming up in our lives these days. People may tend to hide away from it and say, oh, depression, that's not me, that's not me. But you tend to see the traces of depression in life as you go on. How can one overcome traces like this? Well, that's then a, now anxiety and depression.
0: That's yeah. a big, big question. You know, something I got from my coach yesterday mm. was depression comes from an over focus on the past.
1: Yeah.
0: And anxiety comes from an over focus on the future. Mm. So the key to both of them is to come back to now. Now, I know that's easy to say and not as easy to do, but, you know, there are plenty of paths to coming back to the moment. Um, depression was a like when I've gone into deep depression, it was a horrible thing and it was hard to get out of. And it yeah. took time. For me, it took therapy. It took um, removing the source. And I didn't even know what the source was. So that was hard. But when I finally realized... I was getting triggered over and over by a, uh, by a relationship that I was in. It was brutal to get out of it. But once I was out, I started to heal slowly. And then I might find I go back into it from time to time. I, I just have days where I don't, feel, I don't feel good and I don't feel like I want to do anything. And that scares me. Then I get anxious. I'm like, well, then how am I going to make money and show up for life or even show up for a date Like. Yeah. And for me, it comes back to and I I work on uh, with some clients on on these issues. Sometimes it comes back to what self-care do I need?
1: Exactly.
0: Now, at the moment, I'm in a phase of life where I'm doing maybe over the top on self-care. But, Mm. you know, I I have a therapist I'm working with. I have a body worker. I'm working with, cause I've had some body pain. I've set up an exercise schedule. Mm-hmm. I, and, and I'm not saying everyone should do all of this, but you can make a checklist and exactly. you can pick one each week to start yeah. putting into your life. I have an exercise yeah. schedule. Um, I have a system to make sure I see friends and mm-hmm. people. So I get connection time, even though I want to isolate and hermit. Um, I have a nutrition system. I, I, you know, I have a green smoothie. In fact, I'm going to write this on my hand because I Mm -hmm. need to remember to grab the smoothie before I head out the door so Mm -hmm. I can have my green smoothies. I'm doing intermittent fasting. So I eat for eight hours, eight hours during a day. And for 16 hours, I don't eat. I'm taking cold showers. Mm -hmm. Now, these are just examples. Again, I'm not saying do all of these things, but, You pick one thing and you try it out. I have a friend who wrote a book on depression and he said what got him out of it was every day he had to do one thing different Mm -hmm. as an experiment. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. he would write down if it made him feel slightly better or not better at all or worse. And if it didn't make him feel better, it went off the list. And next day, he try something else. If it did make him feel better, he would keep it. Yeah. So those, those are, that's that's a long answer, but those are a number of things. The key I think is to make a list and then each week add something new over time. If you start having better self-care, I think it'd be natural for the body and the brain to respond. Exactly. You know, and particularly if you, if you can get yourself into therapy and work with a trained person who knows about this, um, I've found, thank God, it never lasted forever. It always seems like it's going to, but it never did. I've always found my way out. And sometimes I've had to learn something new. I had to find a new teacher. I had to find a new method, or I had to find yoga. I had to find something that really works for me. It might be possible that depression could be an ultimate result of a gradual lack of self-care or a continued and persistent lack of self-care. And it might be the universe saying, hey, you got to change something about what you're doing. And, exactly. and I'm not a clinical expert on depression, right? I'm a coach, not a therapist. I've just been through it myself mm-hmm. and I've helped some people to come out of it. I've actually helped some people to stay on the planet. A couple of, wow, people, couple of people who are going to go, I know what it's like, so I could get in the hole with them and help them find a way out.
1: Let's share with us some of the challenges you've had to go through in life and how you you overcame them.
0: Well, the depression was definitely a huge one. I've had anxiety at times that have been so debilitating. I I was like, how am I going to make it through this shower, you know, more recently, like, like for the past 15 years, I've had some weird kind of fatigue. I can run around the block. That's not a problem, but my head would get like overtired and, um, and I just wouldn't want to face the world. And it's been, you know, 10 to 15 years. And then I keep on trying something every now and then I try something, something new. I like join joined a sport, the ultimate Frisbee which I think is the, the theme here that I'm noticing coming up. You keep trying something new and you be consistent at it. Uh, I moved in closer to Boulder so I could be more around people. And then I found out about this new trial they had uh, in the ketamine clinic where they do therapy with you while you're on this medicine ketamine. And so I, I finally went and did six sessions of that. And I think that changed my life. But I noticed I'm still having some days where I'm not really feeling lit up. So I went to a doctor and I said, all right, and not just any doctor, because some doctors, many doctors will treat your symptoms when something's bad enough that you go to them. But if there's something really long term, they don't you know, really have the time or the inclination or the desire, I think, to really root around and find out What might be going on. So I discovered functional medicine. And so I I found someone who has a functional medicine approach, which is more let's look at the entire picture, let's do whatever tests we need to do, let's look at your lifestyle choices. My doctor has a spiritual approach as well. And so when he says, all right, I'm gonna do this, 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 and this, I've got a I've got a glucose monitor stuck in my arm right now. I got a needle in my arm for the next two weeks. Mm. monitoring my glucose and I'm not diabetic, but it's, it's one of the things I'm doing to get to the, the heart of what does this body need for good health? Great. And, and did, the, you yeah. think,
1: did you think David at a time of leaving your park Avenue business or job, did you think at that time that you could be starting a business that will become number one on Google as the best coaching business?
0: Uh, I did not. And I don't know that Google ranked me as the best coaching business. They just ranked me number one in their search oh. algorithm. And that, that, was more, that was more a matter of me working out how to get ranked number one in the search engines and then doing it. Um, but no, I had no idea. When I quit my job, I moved back to Australia and I took six months off to play guitar and sing. I wanted to be an entertainer. And I thought I'll do this for six months and then I'll go back to what I was doing before. Okay. And I never did. And it ended up being a year, then a year and a half singing and playing guitar. And, um, while I was doing that, I met a coach and I was like, Oh my God, there's, you can make a career out of coaching. Are you kidding me? I learned how Mm -hmm. to coach in that personal growth course and I loved it. And I've always thought I'd love to do it. And I, I started moving towards that. That could be a big challenge, starting Mm -hmm. a completely new career from scratch. Yeah. And I'll tell you the answer to that. I got a coach. Mm. I got a coach. It's like, I want to start a business. I don't know how to do it. And I don't know how to start a coaching business. So I went and hired someone who'd already done it. And she coached me on building my coaching business. And that was incredible. And with, I think it was about three, within three years, I cracked a hundred thousand dollars a year in income and uh things got easier after that but that would be another challenge
1: wow that's brilliant that's brilliant and that's a milestone i'd say but in your opinion why is playing safe the most dangerous thing to do
0: because if you play safe all the time what you're risking is regret Mm. you're risking Mm. that on your deathbed you look back and say, I wish I had risked more. I wish I'd spoken up and told the truth. I wish I'd said, I want this. And I wish I'd said, I don't want this. This is not okay. I wish I'd said, I love you more to people. Yeah. There are so many risks we avoid every day because they're going to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and actually that's what my upcoming book is about. It's called <laughs> the Mouse in the Room. Because the elephant is not alone. And it's about identifying all the little things that you're feeling and wanting and not wanting and actually finding a way to artfully name those so you can be more real with life and with people.
1: Now that you are there, let's talk about uh, the mouse in the room, because the elephant is not alone. What is it about? I know it's a book coming out. What, What inspired it? Why that title? Talk to us about
0: all of it. Yeah, because someone pointed out to me that in communication, what you've got to do is name the thing. And I'm like, what do you mean? What thing? She's got to name the thing. There's a thing there. There's something going on that's not being said. It could be that you're upset with somebody or it could be that you'd really like to end the meeting and, and go. Um, like you and I already talked about, I I need to go in about five minutes. If I didn't say something, that's a pretty Mm -hmm. big mouse that I've got going on. And, and she said, you got to name the thing. And I was like, wow, that would change the world. If we could identify what's the thing here that I'm not saying that's going on with me so that Mm -hmm. the other person can be clued in. And I thought, what do we have in society that we already have an expression like related to this? And the closest I could come up with was the elephant in the room. We all know about that. You, you see the elephant, I see the elephant, no one's saying anything. It's yeah. such a great expression. Well, I'm here to say we should address the elephant in the room, but that's just the beginning. There are many animals in the room that are much more subtle. We call them mice. And your job is to spot those. Maybe you see it and the other person doesn't see it. Maybe you felt insulted by something that was said in a meeting last week. Maybe they know about it, maybe they don't. That's a mouse. And so you might go to them and say, hey, I noticed I I had a reaction to something you said in the meeting last week, and I don't wanna hold on to it. I'd rather be able to just let it go and have a great working relationship with you. Do you have a couple of minutes to talk about it? That's an example of what we lay out in the book so that you can identify your mice, discover them, and then go through a simple process to help you go and name it with someone in a way that's likely to be well-received. Because that's, that's one of the reasons we don't name our mice is we're worried that the other person might blow up. They might get angry. They might call us oversensitive. They might fire us. They might leave us. Um, so I think this book will provide a really lovely roadmap to be more of you in the world and it has wonderful business application too because if you are more authentic, people will want to work with you more. They will want to promote you. They will want to hire you to speak. They will want, uh, they will trust you. They may not even know why, but it'll be because you're real and it's a wonderful tool for leaders because if Britney. you are transparent and authentic, people are gonna trust you and wanna follow you. Whereas if you're not, people pick up on it. They're like, something's off. I don't know what it is, but they'll just spend less time with you.
1: Mm. Mm. I'll I'll wish that we had more time to talk about this because there are more questions I would have wished to ask you, but for the sake of time, let's talk about um, how can business owners double up revenue at light speed?
0: Okay. Well, I'll give you the short answer since we are coming up on time. I've created an eight week course and um, I distilled everything I've learned in 20, 25 years of coaching into the most essential things that people can pick up quickly. So, um, but if you're already up and running, if you're just starting a business or you haven't started it yet, this would not be for you. But if you're already up and running and you want to double revenue, the three buckets that we address in this eight week course mindset and productivity i want you believing what's possible for you and i want you achieving twice as much in half the time so we really set you up set up your targets and everything do that in the first couple of weeks the next bucket is sales we look at do you have enough leads is there enough traffic coming in how's your mm-hmm. conversion how are your sales do you have an upsell system do you have a referral system mm-hmm. and then the last bucket is leverage because you don't wanna have a business where you have 20 jobs. And so in this bucket, we work out what's your genius zone, what's the stuff you don't wanna do, and what's the plan you can create for hiring and training the people as you get the cash flow to do it so that you can transition from having 20 jobs to actually having a business. That's a value. Now, along the way, we'll probably work on your life as well. I'll just want to be upfront about that because that's what I really care about. Like, how's your life? Um, and we do a couple of uh, live coaching sessions a month. I do group coaching sessions. I'll hot seat you uh, for whatever your particular issue that is that month. Or you might have questions about some of the training. And by the way, the training videos are like four minutes, five minutes, because I, I don't like sitting through like, hours of of training Mm -hmm. myself so I created nuggets to help you accelerate and um, I have a special offer actually for your listeners this is new for me I was charging two thousand dollars for this program but I decided as a trial because I saw someone else doing it I'm like let's try this out Mm -hmm. charging zero dollars for the Mm -hmm. program and instead I take an accountability bond from you so instead of $1,000 upfront, you pay $990 as a bond that says, I will complete the program. And we give you an extra two weeks, You take 10 mm-hmm. weeks to complete it. It's easy to complete. You email me and say, it's done. I did all the videos. I did the actions. I rocked it out. I refund your bond hundred percent. Oh, so it costs you nothing. It only costs you if you don't do it. So don't have this be one of those programs that you just buy and sit on the shelf. I'm not interested in that. So I'll give, you, give out the link for that. And then uh, if even that bond is too much, I'll give you a coupon so that you can reduce that coupon mm. code. The link is doublerevenue.net. Doublerevenue.net. Yeah, you can't get much easier than that to remember. It's not.com, it's doublerevenue.net. And that'll take you straight to the page where you can pay the bond instead of the $2,000. And if even 990 is too much for you, and you can't swing that enter this coupon code, and it'll take $500 off the bond. So it'll reduce it down to 490. And that coupon code is just one word commitment, Mm. put in the word commitment and put up 490, complete the program and then I'll refund it and you get the whole program with my compliments.
1: Brilliant. What would your final message be to our listeners as we wrap up?
0: Final message would be, um, if you believe life and business can be better and you're open to input, meaning you're coachable, then I'd love to hear from you. You can go to doublerevenue.net if you're interested in the group program, which is definitely the most affordable option. If you want private coaching, Just go to focus.ceo and apply for a coaching session and we'll get on the phone and we'll find out if private coaching is for you and if we're a fit for each other.
1: Great. We would like to say a massive thank you, David, for coming on podcast with Sheila today.
0: Oh, well, thank you, Sheila. It's good to meet you. Oh, and I didn't tell people where to find out about Mouse Mouse in the Room. That's really easy. Mouseintheroom.com. And you can buy the book if it's out already. And if it's not, we've got a preview that you can download that's really awesome. It'll get you started on mouse naming. So thanks very much, Sheila. Pleasure to meet you.
1: Great. If you've been listening in, this is season two episode of our podcast series where we've been bringing your way season guests with inspiring real life stories to share with us. Do not miss out on all these lovely experiences. Subscribe and be notified when a new episode is released. Our prayer for you this week is that you'll never miss a lifetime opportunity. Until we meet again, have a great week.